the League of Women Voters of Dane County, and Madison City Channel present Know Your Candidates. Dane County Sheriff. Now, here's our moderator, Cheryl Daniels. Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Cheryl Daniels, and I'm going to introduce um, the candidate for Dane County Sheriff, Dave Mahoney. You will have three minutes for an opening statement that answers this question. What is your professional, educational, and civic background that qualifies you for Dane County Sheriff, and why are you running? Well, thank you, Cheryl. It's an honor and privilege to join you and the League of Women Voters um, in Know Your Candidate. I've been a law enforcement officer for 31 years, um, serving with the Dane County Sheriff's Office, serving previously with the Village of Cross Plains Police Department. And I know that every day our Dane County Jail is filled with an average daily population of 1,100 inmates, 80% suffering from alcohol addiction, over 60% suffering from some level of drug addiction, and 40% suffering from chronic mental illness. During my entire tenure with the Dane County Sheriff's Office, I've strived to be open-minded to best practices and new programs and new technologies to address why people come to the Dane County Jail in the first place. I look forward. Over the last four years, I've made a number of promises. I've delivered on every one of them. And I look forward as I move toward this next term earn the support of Dane County's taxpayers to return as their Dane County Sheriff. What do you believe is the most urgent issue for residents of Dane County that can be addressed by the Sheriff and why? What do you think are solutions for that issue? Well, uh, Cheryl, you know, public safety is the number one priority uh, for any law enforcement agency. And particularly in this tight economic time, to be mindful of the tax dollars I'm given, to use them wisely, to invest them uh, in a method that ensures public safety. We've done that over the last four years. We've strengthened our workforce. We've improved public safety. I said I would eliminate jail overcrowding, and we've done that by ensuring public safety, actually improving public safety, and allowing those individuals who serve time in the Dane County Jail to receive treatment and to return to our communities as viable, productive members of our communities. Everybody serving time in the Dane County Jail is a mother, a brother, a sister, a cousin, and everyone's a Dane County resident. It's imperative that we provide the opportunities to address why they come to jail in the first place, bring an end to their recidivism, and return them as productive members of our community. The new consulting report in the Sheriff's Office made a recommendation to cut over staffing of deputies by 15. There has been an agreement to freeze hiring until that number is achieved. Are you satisfied with the agreement and how do you see it working in the next four years? Well, I've been very active uh, in this most recent staffing study. Um, tomorrow afternoon, uh, the county executive will uh, address uh, her 2011 budget. Um, I look forward to getting that message. I'm very confident that 
Public safety will remain a priority not only with our county executive and our county board, it is my number one priority. And I will ensure that public safety remains the top priority in government in Dane County so that we can ensure the quality of life that every one of us enjoys, have come to expect and deserve. Uh, that's my number one job. It's also important that I continue to work closely without the political battles that have uh, kind of cut, cut the years past and to ensure that tax dollars are invested wisely, that I work collaboratively with other government leaders to ensure that public safety is number one priority and that we ensure the quality of life that we have. That's my number one priority. Given the economic realities of, of budgets right now, what other measures can you identify that will assist in holding down the budget of the Sheriff's Department in the next four years? Well, as I previously mentioned, you know, it's important that any elected official be mindful of the dollars that they've been entrusted with and invest them wisely. I've done that over the last four years. Uh, I've improved public safety. I've eliminated jail overcrowding to the tune of saving over $7 million in shipping costs and overtime costs. And I've strengthened our workforce by working with our community leaders to create a department that is diverse, that is reflective of the community of color to uh, increase that level of service that we provide every day. There has been a recent agreement reached concerning the upgrade of a radio system for the Sheriff's Department. Are you satisfied with this agreement and what are its important features that will assist the department in the next four years? The radio interoperability project in Dane County has not been finalized. Um, however, my office, myself, my staff have been intimately involved in that process. I not only are I'm not only involved in Dane County's radio system, I also sit on the statewide radio interoperability task force. You know, radio interoperability among all of our public servants, particularly in this uh, post 9-11 age, uh, is imperative. We've seen the tragedies of mother nature, of domestic related attacks on our communities, and it's important that every one of our community uh, leaders ensure that public safety is a number one priority and that radio interoperability among our law enforcement paramedics and fire services are insured. I'm very confident that the leaders in our towns, our villages, our cities, our county executive and our law enforcement leaders uh, are moving toward a radio, radio interoperability uh, project that all of our citizens can be proud of. How do you see the balance between um, having enough staff in the jail and having enough staff that are out on patrol. This seems to be a, an issue of, of balance that um, probably more than anything um, affects the, how the Sheriff's Department works in there and, and how people see, see the, the effectiveness of the Sheriff's Department. How do you feel that the balance needs to be struck? Well, you know, we've done that for the last four years and we've done that for the 31 years uh, that I've served with the Sheriff's Office with honesty, with integrity, and every day is a balancing uh, project, looking at what our needs are in the community as, as uh, growth continues to take over within Dane County. My number one prior priority among patrol staff is that we have adequate staffing to allow for patrol deputies to answer calls for service. Uh, it's not acceptable for me that when somebody calls 911 that they have to take care of their own incident. 
it's imperative to me that a deputy sheriff and staffing levels allow for that deputy sheriff to handle those calls. While at the same time, I have a responsibility to manage it safely and securely a jail. And that means maintaining classification levels uh, that ensure safety of not only the population of inmates, but the staff that work there. And I'm committed to ensure that staffing levels in both divisions uh, reflect the needs of, uh, of this agency. Going forward, how do you see working with the um, various other police enforcement agencies in the county as the community grows ever further sort of out in the, you know, larger numbers of population out? How do you see working with those various communities? You know, communication and working relationships are job one. And our patrol staff does a magnificent job of it. I spent 31 years building relationships not only with fellow law enforcement officers but other public safety entities, our fire services, our EMS and paramedics to ensure that we had a good working relationship, that uh, we tore down the walls that oftentimes separate us uh, when it comes to budgets, um, when it comes to equipment. I think Dane County has led the state of Wisconsin in breaking down those walls and working collaboratively to address each of the needs uh, as it relates to public safety. There has been a controversy recently over the reporting of undocumented immigrants to the Federal Immigration and Customs Enforcement by the Sheriff's Department. What do you believe should be the policy going forward and why? Um, th there's been a lot of discussion as it relates to the practices of the Sheriff's Office, a practice that has actually been in place for over 31 years. And that practice is that when an individual comes to the Dane County Jail, who has no means of identification, who self-identifies as a non-U.S. citizen. Uh, we run them through the U.S. databases to, to determine if there is any means by which to positively identify that person and to gain any information that we can to ensure that identification. Um, in addition, uh, any individual who's not a U.S. citizen, we send an email to ICE. Uh, its predecessor was INS to ask for any information that they may have to help us identify that individual. That is simply our policy. And it's a policy that has ensured the safety and security of our jail. Um, you know, not only is public safety in our communities my number one priority, I'm also responsible for ensuring the safety of up to 1,100 inmates every day within my institutions. That's individuals that on the street are uh, uh, don't get along. Those are individuals who constantly fight and, and attack other individuals. It's imperative that I know as much information as I can about every individual, and that includes working collaboratively with other law enforcement agencies. You just previously asked me about working with other law enforcement agencies. It's imperative that even with the controversy nationally and locally over the responsibilities of ICE, that I continue a strong working relationship with that agency as well, moving toward a relationship that ensures public safety in Dane County. Thank you. Um, at this time, you have a chance to make a one-minute closing statement to the voters. Again, uh, thank you to the League of Women Voters for allowing me in this evening. I bring 31 years of honesty, integrity, and credibility uh, as a law enforcement officer. You know, in my first four-year term, I promised that we would 
ensure and uh, improve public safety, that we would eliminate jail overcrowding, and that we would strengthen the workforce in Dane County. In my first four years, we've added 24 positions, new positions, 18 of which were deputy sheriffs, working in our communities to ensure public safety. I increased traffic enforcement to eliminate drunk drivers on our roadways. I've increased detectives to address the ever-increasing domestic violence rates within Dane County. Just this morning, domestic violence advocates released numbers that a 10-year high in homicides committed in domestic violence. I'm committed as a former detective in domestic violence investigations to ensure domestic violence remains a primary responsibility among our detectives, our community deputies, and patrol. In addition, I've eliminated jail overcrowding by embracing alternative incarceration programs that have saved over $7 million, both in shipping costs and overtime costs. In addition, I've created a program within our recruiting division that allows us to increase the diversity of the Sheriff's Office, more reflective of the community that we serve. Unfortunately, we have run out of time. I'd like to thank Mr. Mahoney for joining us. Up next, we have Mr. Mahoney's opponent, Sean Haney. Please stay with us. Welcome back to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates. I'm your moderator, Cheryl Daniels, and I would like to introduce Sean Haney, candidate for Dane County Sheriff. To start, you will have three minutes to give an opening statement which answers the following question. What is your professional, educational, and civic background that qualifies you for Dane County Sheriff, and why are you running? Thank you. Educational background, I have an associate degree in police science, a bachelor's degree in criminal justice, and I completed the 10-week staff and command school through Northwestern University. That combined with my experience at the Sheriff's Office um, will provide a great background for me to be the next Dane County Sheriff. I spent 22 years with the Dane County Sheriff's Office, uh, making my way from deputy to crime scene investigator to sergeant, lieutenant. I've held positions, patrol sergeant, jail sergeant, shift commander, special services lieutenant, in charge of the crime scene unit, records, special events team, and fleet. Uh, combining those things together, along with my civic experience as a town board supervisor, in the town of Vienna from 2005 to 2009, I have a, a great background that will help me as sheriff. Okay. And why are you running? I'm running because I'm concerned about public safety in Dane County. Our current sheriff has not provided the leadership that I think should have been provided over the last three and a half years. And there's changes along that route that I want to make, both in leadership and restoring integrity to the sheriff's office. Okay. What do you believe is the most urgent issue for residents of Dane County that can be addressed by the sheriff and why? What do you think are the solutions for that issue? The most pressing issue right now is radio interoperability in Dane County. This has been pushed around for the last four years, trying to decide which way we're going to go with a new radio system. As recently as last week, there was a meeting with Dane County cities, villages, and towns about the radio interoperability, and they've come up with a new proposal to 
build a new system, but there's still some issues with the ongoing maintenance costs with it. And that system needs to be built starting in 2011 so that it's ready for 2013. Right now we're still having issues with the funding of the ongoing maintenance. And I think if the sheriff would have stepped up two years ago and taken this project on, it could have been in the process of being built right now. Okay. The new consulting report on the sheriff's office made a recommendation to cut overstaffing of deputies by 15. There has been an agreement to freeze hiring until that number is achieved. Are you satisfied with the agreement and how do you see it working in the next four years? The agreement was to not hire without getting pre-approval. Yesterday when the budget was released, the county executive did not touch those 15 patrol or 14 patrol positions, but has since cut up to 10 positions in other areas of the sheriff's office. I will fight to maintain those positions, um, not all of them perhaps, but at least some of them. But I'm relieved to find out that patrol has been spared. Um, I have advocated all along that we need to increase patrol staffing and not decrease. Okay. Given the economic realities, what other measures can you identify that will assist in holding down the budget of the Sheriff's Department? I want to revisit a study that was done in 1999 about food service in the jail. Um, the building was built, the current public safety building was built and opened in 1994 and there was no kitchen put in that building. So all the food that's prepared for the jail is done at Badger Prairie out in Verona and it's trucked uptown. They did a study in 1999 stating that if food service was privatized, there's a possibility of saving up to a million dollars a year. And I think we need to bring that study back out and find out if there are cost savings that could be realized there. Okay. Um, turning back to this uh, agreement on interoperability um, and the upgrade of the radio system for the department. Are you satisfied generally with where the, um, the, the tenor of the agreement is going and what are its important features that you believe will assist the department in the next four years? We're mandated to go to narrowband by 2013. I was a part of the original committee that wrote the specifications for the original Danecom system that allows interoperability between the city, the county, police, fire, EMS, highway, it puts everybody together so they can talk to each other during major incidents. That system had to be pared back due to the original $30 million cost, but they've come to an agreement now that is workable with everyone for up, spending up to $18 million on a new system. And a request for proposal was put out yesterday for that system. So I think the system itself will work fine. Now we just need to hammer out the details of how the ongoing maintenance is gonna be paid for. The, the sheriff is both in charge of the jail and in charge of patrol in, the, in Dane County. How do you see that balance and what do you think are the most important things that you need to do as sheriff in order to balance those, those different, differing responsibilities? Well, the sheriff is constitutionally required to maintain the jail. So that is one core function that has to be done. So we need to be able to run the jail, keep Dane County residents and citizens safe, and at the same time provide adequate staffing for patrol to be able to respond to calls that citizens deal with. More citizens in the county deal with deputies and patrol than they do in the jail, just 
strictly because of the numbers of population and the types of calls, whether it be a traffic crash, a speeding ticket, a burglary, a theft. So they deal with patrol a little bit more. And as, as sheriff, we need to balance both of those. And sometimes that can be tough depending on the budget priorities. <coughs> And in dealing in with the priorities on patrol, um, you are dealing with a number of different municipalities in, in Dane County and um, the um, police forces on those in, in those areas. How do you see yourself working with those different municipalities in, and their um, police forces? I will work with all of the Dane County chiefs to the best of my ability. To I, I actually have a proposal that we want to do to do uh, cooperative alcohol enforcement with surrounding villages and cities um, like we used to do years ago. The current sheriff has stepped away from that in the past three and a half years and is not doing those cooperative alcohol patrols and I think that needs to be brought back. So I'm looking forward to a great relationship with the Dane County Chiefs. There is a controversy over the reporting of undocumented immigrants to the Federal Immigration and Customs Enforcement by the Sheriff's Department. What do you believe should be the policy going forward in this area? I believe that the policy will, when I'm sheriff, will stay the same as it is now. That, that policy has not changed over the last 20 years. Um, when a person is, is illegal and they're booked into the jail, they get, not the, it used to be a teletype, now it is an email that gets sent to Immigrations and Customs Enforcement. That policy will continue. We need to know who's in our jail. We need to know who they are so that if there's issues with gangs that they're not placed into a cell block with someone else from a rival gang. We need to be able to know a little bit about their history, what they've been involved in. So my plan is to continue reporting to ICE. Okay. Is there any final policy issue in the Sheriff's Department that we've not already addressed that you wish to discuss that's a, as a priority, which sets you apart from your opponent? My plan is to take the politics out of public safety. In the last three years, we've seen a lot of our Sheriff on TV with political ads for other candidates, um, the Supreme Court Justice, uh, County Board, County Executive. I plan on spending my time working on issues related to public safety and not out pushing politics. Okay. Um, what, at this time, you have a t chance for a one-minute closing statement to the voters directly. My plan at the Sheriff's Office is to check on efficiencies. Uh, we've addressed several of them, one including the food service in the jail. There's several issues with patrol that were identified in the staffing study that need to be um, checked on and, and fixed along with reevaluating the patrol beats and moving things around. Uh, issues with our fleet and we have 110 vehicles in the fleet. Um, as prior fleet manager, I have many ideas on making things more efficient and creating cost savings with the fleet as well. And last but not least is the morale in the sheriff's office. Um, morale is at an all-time low, and I plan on taking steps to correct that. Um, that's a little, little bit more difficult, but I think it'll take a huge step just by me being elected on November 2nd. Fortunately, we have run out of time. I'd like to thank Mr. Haney for joining us, and I'd also like to thank the viewers and remind everyone that the general election is Tuesday, November 2nd. Please vote. If you would like more information about voting procedures or about obtaining a copy of the League's Voter Guide Candidates Answers, call the League office at 232-9447. Again, I'm Cheryl Daniels, and on behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, 
I thank you for joining us.